think I deleted a paragraph. You deleted a paragraph? It was just by accident. I'm sure nobody will even notice. Deleted more than a paragraph? Yeah. Where we dive into <clears> things <throat> where... And that's it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, this one's a short one. Welcome to I Used to Know. I'm Scott. And I'm Steve. We're your hosts for this adventure into the past. Where we dive into things we used to know when we were kids that are no, no longer true. true. Hey, Steve. Hey, Scott. Hey, so do you remember back when we were growing up? Mm. Much of our free time we spent watching TV. Oh, yeah. Right. We had the Saturday morning cartoons and that sacred time. We had primetime TV shows that kept us glued to the screen every weeknight. Oh, yeah. And definitely got in the way of our homework. <laughs> homework, TV. Mm, yeah, it's all TV. the same, you know. But, but there was nothing more magical than we heard that short musical intro before the CBS special presentation. Yes, yes, I know what you're talking about. It was the, the thing is spiraling around. The seventies, the the words presentation spiraling and all those yeah. rainbow of colors. And we knew what that meant, right? That, that meant it was a TV special coming on next. It was event television. We're oh, about yeah. to witness a very rare thing, and it it might show up once a year. Maybe it's it's going to be like a once in a lifetime kind of a once a, in a, a lifetime. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. You never know, but whatever it was that was going to be on after that special presentation music was going to be what everybody was going to be talking about the next morning. Absolutely. And it meant when you saw that symbol, you had to run to the bathroom as fast as you could because you <laughs> needed to be back before they started because you were locked in. That's right. There it, was no recordings. You were locked in. It was fleeting, whatever it was. So for my family, I tell you, it was the Charlie Brown specials, oh, right? Yeah. Thanksgiving, boom, toast. Got your shirt. Thanksgiving. Yeah, Absolutely. jelly beans, popcorn. <laughs> Yum. Yep. Halloween, we're talking great pumpkin, right? Oh, yeah. And it really wouldn't be Christmas around the house without uh, a Charlie Brown Christmas. Mm. Well, for me, my family, it was like the claymation stuff around the holidays. Oh, yeah, yeah. Santa Claus is coming to town. Mm-hmm. You know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, you got the musical interludes. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they were just fantastic. The year without Santa, I mean... All of those. They were just fantastic. We would gather around for those shows. We would drop everything for those shows. We would not attend like family outings <laughs> for those shows. Nobody is answering the phone during one of these TV specials. I remember, I think we were in Cub Scouts. You were a different den. But we were in Cub Scouts, and I think we actually canceled one of our den meetings that was supposed to happen that night. <laughs> because of Because <laughs> of, no, it was because of like, you know, a year without Santa. <laughs> Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, right back in the back in that world. Yeah, sure, that makes sense. Ah, uh, so that's what we're talking about today. Yeah, I think today's episode is I used to know about TV specials, uh, weeks of buildup uh, just to stop the world for thirty minutes, and watching it made your week, and missing it just ruined your entire year. Yeah, it sure did. I, I, I'll tell you, I could I could talk all day long about my my fond memories of these TV specials, uh, but it's uh, it's probably more valuable for us to talk about how you know these tv specials came to be with a history behind them and how they're a massive cultural force when we were growing up we need to understand the evolution of the tv special their cultural dominance and then their eventual demise sort of demise Mm, sort of 
they they morphed. They changed. They changed. They changed. We'll get into that change. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna fire up the Wayback Machine Woo-hoo. for you, Scott. Yeah. And this, I'm um, thinking. 1950s, right? Because you need a TV. 1950s, Wayback Machine, turn it on. Boom. Well, I'm thinking a little further. I'm 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 actually going I'm going further back. You're going further back. Shocker. TV. We're talking about TV specials. So we should go back to when TV happened. We're going back to December 21st, 1939. 19, all right. All right. 1939 is not that far. Away Back from where from nineteen fifty. No, but there isn't I'm not gonna talk about TV. I'm going right to radio. Radio, all right. Yeah. So it's a precursor to TV. I will allow it. Well thank you. So yeah. we're gonna take that machine back to nineteen thirty nine and to point out that radios had specials too. Certainly there were news specials, you know, interrupt the story for breaking news kind of yeah. thing, right? Mr. Miss America and all the ships to sea. Exactly. But on December twenty first, nineteen thirty nine, CBS radio had a Christmas special. It was a show that interrupted the usually scheduled program. It was called A Visit from St. Nick. And I'm bringing this up because it was one of the first ways we had specials that, quote, interrupted the usually scheduled program, right? Mm -hmm. Which is really the definition of the kind of the specials we're talking about. Because all of these shows that we're talking about are specials that there was a show that was supposed to be on right now. It's like Thursdays is Little Orphan Annie. Or whatever. Exactly. The Waltons or something. But we're going to not play that because we have a special to do. Okay. And so in radio in 1939, on that December 21st, that was the first, like, we're going to break our regular shows for the special visit from St. Nick. And it had to do with the holiday, right? It did. That's the reason. It, It did. But the TV special would show up now in a different way. Uh, and so if we go back forward to the 1950s that you were talking about. That's where I wanted to start. Yeah, exactly. And back then, if you had a company that you wanted to advertise on TV, your only choice was to sponsor an entire show, right? You had like uh, Hallmark oh, okay. Television Playhouse, the Maxwell House uh, Concert Series, or the Chesterfield right. Supper Club. But there, there was a supper club show that was sponsored by Chesterfield, Chesterfield Cigarettes. Cigarettes. Absolutely. <laughs> Eat some dinner and and finish it with the smooth Chesterfield. Have a smoke. Exactly. Uh, But you're right. Yeah, all those, um, if you wanted to get your name out there, you basically had to to own the whole show so that they would name it after you, right? That's how you got the advertising. Every week, every episode for the whole season, it was yours. And uh, that's pretty expensive, right? So only the big name companies are going to be able to afford something like that. So if you're a... If you're a smaller, no-name company, eh, TV's not really going to be for you because you just you just can't buy out a whole entire show. Nope. At least not until NBC tried something radical. This is 1954, and that's when the president of NBC, this guy Sylvester Weaver, he came up with a mini-show concept that he called The Spectacular. Yeah, The Spectaculars. Um, so these would be short little standalone shows and they would pop up on N- on the NBC schedule every month or so. And NBC would sell sponsorship for the show uh, on this one night. Or if there was enough interest, uh, they'd sell the sponsorship for the first half and then another sponsorship for the second half, which is kind of like the birth of TV commercials. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but that's not really our topic today, right? We're focusing on the spectacular itself here because this is going to become the precursor to the concept of TV specials that we got 
in the 70s and 80s. Oh, can we start talking about these now, right? Because this is uh, this is just something that I hold so dear. There are so many things that popped up every year. Oh, yeah. So we've already talked about a few of them, right? We talked about, yep. you know, Charlie Brown, your, your Charlie Brown, uh, you know, Halloween and Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and, of course, my claymation stuff. So we've already talked about a few. How about we start with holiday specials? Okay. All right. Yeah. So these specials, they'd show up for a week or two between the different holidays. All right. And you've got um, Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. But would you believe that there was an Arbor Day Charlie Brown? I didn't really think of it as a holiday, but that's very cool. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So there are all these different Charlie Brown ones, the claymation specials. I know there was an Easter one, and I think there was one for Election Day by Charlie Brown, too. (laughs) Right? You're not elected. That's right. That's right. You're not elected, Charlie Brown. That's right. You lose. (laughs) So, um, and then, of course, the claymation specials we talked about, right? Santa Claus is coming to town. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Mm. Little Drummer Boy. Do you remember that claymation one? No. There was a claymation one, and then it was followed by a cartoon one later. About the Drummer Boy? I believe so. I'm trying to remember that. I'm pretty sure it was a clinician one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I will, uh, since I do not know myself, I'll say okay. You know, but then, of course, you got Rudolph, Very Shiny New Year, and Hermes. <laughs> Hermes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the Grinch that stole Christmas. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Not yeah. claymation, but now we're going into classic holiday cartoons. He's a mean one, that Grinch. Excellent. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And in our research... There are, you know, there have been a whole bunch of little one-time specials. Like, mm-hmm. I think there was a Pac-Man one at one point. Thank you, uh... Miss Pac-Man, but you can call me Pepper. But say, who are you anyway? And what are you behind Schedule 4? You mean you really don't know why I'm Santa Claus? But <laughs> but I'm particularly thinking of the He-Man She-Ra Christmas special. You know, I, I saw this in the notes. And I thought at first, I was like, that can't be He-Man She-Ra Christmas special. Christmas special. But then I think about, you know. They were huge. Yeah. Back in the 80s, back living my life, I would, that, that made total sense. Yeah. Nothing like of celebrating course. Christmas Shirtless. Yeah. <laughs> By the power of Grayskull, <laughs> exactly. we're going to have a good Christmas. Absolutely. In the desert. Skeletor! Skeletor! Skeletor. Thank you, Skeletor! Thanks so much! He saved us! He saved you? Yes. I, I, I guess I did. I wish I knew why. Oh, oh I, I don't think I feel well. Well, I think you're feeling the Christmas spirit, Skeletor. It makes you feel good. <laughs> so, but you know, all right, so these are like the holiday specials. Yeah. But but we also had, you know, other cartoon specials. Oh, yeah, there's so right. many. Just like for uh, everyday life. It didn't have to be a holiday. Nope, it was, just, it was just a special that would pop up. Random act of a special. Like Dr. Seuss, Cat in the Hat. Yeah. Right, yeah. they would play that. That was a special. They would, they would preempt television for the Cat in the Hat. Yeah, the Lorax, the... Uh, mm. The Sneetches. Sn- yeah, I don't even remember the Sneetches. With a star on your belly? Don't remember. Come on. Don't remember. The, the, the Sneetches with the stars and the Sneetches without the stars upon thars. And then the ones with the stars wanted to get their stars off and the ones without the stars wanted to get the stars on. And it was all about 
no. wanting what you don't have. No. The Sneeches? No. You're going to have to watch this. I, it is required I'm sure viewing. it's somewhere in YouTube. And, it, uh, yeah, it is I could look there. for I, it. I but. think I have it on DVD somewhere. I'll get it for you. And that's sad. <laughs> Are you addicted to classic TV shows? Did you spend the 80s sitting in front of the boob tube? Then join us for TV Tangents, where we examine television of the 20th century with barely any contemporary context. Visit Shout Engine, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts and look for TV Tangents. Continuing on the Charlie Brown kind of train, Charlie Brown had a ton of different, like just regular cartoon ones, not related to a holiday. There are so many Charlie Brown. I, I know. Charlie Brown was just, and, and from a special perspective, I just remember, I mean, there was just a million Charlie Brown specials. Yeah. I mean, there, there are so many that... America loved Charlie Brown. Yeah. And, and, and the, the, there are so many different kinds of Charlie Brown specials that it's hard to tell hard to keep track of all of them. In fact, I bet you if I started throwing some Charlie Brown special names at you, well, let's play this game. Okay. A game. I all like right, games. The, all right. The game is, the game is, is this a real Charlie Brown special? <laughs> right. True oh, or false? No. True or false? Oh, no. Okay. All right. All right. All right so I got to close my notes. Yeah. Close your notes. Don't even I'm look at this. I'm not going to look at my notes. Don't look at this. Yes. Okay. Too bad we don't videotape this. So you would see <laughs> I'm really not looking at my notes. Honestly. All right. The first one. What a nightmare, Charlie Brown. True or false? Was that a real one? Uh, that, uh, I'm going to say yes. You're going to say it? And you would be right. That's it! No, really? That is, that is a real Charlie Brown. That's great. All right, all right, all right, all right here we go. Here. I wonder what it was about. All right, let me look. Is that the nightmare? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> it's summer vacation, Charlie Brown. Nah. Nah? Oh, you're good at this. Okay. Oh, really? I, yeah, I made that one up. That's it! I okay. made that one all right. up. All right, here we go. And I'm just staring at you. I'm not looking at minutes. All right. All right. It's a mystery, Charlie Brown. Zoinks. Um, I'm going to say no. No. Ah! It is a real no. Charlie Brown. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Did it, did it like, have guest stars like you know Scooby-Doo and Friends? You know, like they used to have the guest stars. Charlie Brown brought Scooby-Doo in. The crossovers. <laughs> and then for whatever reason, the... Hanna-Barbera meets. The Globetrotters show up. <laughs> Yeah, okay, okay. Two more, two more. Let's okay. try let's try this out. Um Okay. Um Fourth of July celebration, Charlie Brown. I think there was a Fourth of July one. I'm looking through the list and I don't see it. Ah! Oh maybe it was just a summer vacation one or something. Ah oh. <laughs> Man. I thought I remember a picture of him like diving in a dock or something. Uh, okay, okay. Uh last one. It's your 10th television anniversary, Charlie Brown. Oh, are you kidding? One, this is like network television, mm -hmm. right? Charlie Brown. Yep. I'm surprised they didn't have, it's your every year anniversary, Charlie Brown. So I'm going to say, heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> Trick question. Because the real one was 20th anniversary. Uh, I got you on a technicality. You did, you yeah, did. But still. Oh, but it's, it's, you, can, you, can, you can make up anything. It'd be like... Um, it's, uh, it's Poison Ivy, Charlie Brown. <laughs> you lost your first tooth, Charlie Brown. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it works for everything.
It's dinner time, Charlie Brown. Nice. All right. All right. That was fun. Uh, uh, so, you know, there were some non-cartoon specials that were out oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, one of my uh, one of my favorites uh, was uh, this guy, Evil Knievel. Do you remember Evil Knievel? Broke like every bone in his body. Oh, man, it was crazy. But it was so much fun to watch him. Now, he had this, um, uh, the, the one I remember the most is the Snake uh, River Canyon Jump. Right? Do you, do you remember this one? Was that with like they were originally kind of calling it almost like the jump over the Grand Canyon thing? It was kind of like that, yeah, right? yeah. except the Grand Canyon is way too big. Yeah, right? yeah, so, yeah. All right, so let's find the next one that uh, that looks <laughs> like it's scary. So they found this Snake River Canyon, but uh, so, not so Grand Canyon. Yeah, and then this guy he, he's used to jumping over things with his motorcycle, right? He jump over buses. He buses, jumped yeah. over, You know, I think buses were on fire when he jumped over. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but he can't he can't jump over an entire canyon on a motorcycle. So he goes out and he gets this custom-made rocket. Like, <laughs> literally, it's a rocket, and he calls it the Sky Cycle because he wants to be like a motorcycle. But so he's sitting inside this this rocket. He's got like a chair inside, and it's got jet fuel in the back. And they light the thing up, and it goes to shoot out across the um, uh, the Snake Canyon. And this is all live on television, right? Sure. This is a TV special we're talking sure. about. Wouldn't you know what the the parachute? that he's got to kind of like slow him down on the landing deploys right off the bat. So he's like, he's just so taken he, off. He's taken off with a sail. Yeah. So he, so he makes it halfway across the canyon. The, the parachute drags him back and he starts floating back to where he started, except he's going down. So he's going <laughs> down he's to the bottom of the canyon. canyon yeah. So he winds up landing. In the at, Snake River. <laughs> right there, like on the shore of the river, but on the shore on his side. So uh, it was... Um, it was still exciting. I still remember it to this day, but uh, but poor Evil Knievel didn't make that jump. I, I don't remember that one, but I can tell you, I remember mm-hmm. the famous one that was being, oh my God, I remember the whole like month, the buildup for the opening of Al Capone's State. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Geraldo Rivera. Oh yeah, he, he it was like it was gonna be uh, the most amazing stuff that was gonna be found inside. We have no idea what's inside, oh. but we found this safe that was Al Capone's safe. What could be in there? It could be gold. It you could don't be know? money. It could be a dead person. We really don't know. And we're going to open it on live television. Live television. We have these safe crackers, and then we have like drill things that we can drill into it, and we will get it to you live. What could go wrong? <laughs> so I think first the safe crackers come in, and they can't crack the safe. Nope. Nope, nope. I guess. So now they're like... Al Capone had a pretty good safe. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have guessed? Go bigger. <laughs> so that they start drilling it to death, right, to get in. And, you know, meanwhile, they're just trying to fill up dead air. The whole country is watching. Watching. There's commercial breaks. Let's go to another commercial break. Let's go to another commercial break. (laughs) When we come back, we'll find out what's in the vault. Exactly. You know what? Let's go to another commercial break. Oh, yeah. You know, there's Kool-Aid commercials. I mean, it's just (laughs) (laughs) everything we can. And then they finally crack it open. And it has like a few pieces of paper. It was so disappointing. <laughs> and they're like, well, maybe in the back of the safe later, we'll find stuff back to you. <laughs> you can see it in Geraldo's dead eyes. It's just like, uh, nothing to report here. Absolutely. Oh, was, I do remember that. You know? So, yeah, I, re- I remember these uh, live specials. They were really kind of fun. 
Um, do you remember the magic specials? They were big in the 70s and 80s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Doug Henning. Doug Henning is one of the masters. Yeah. He was more like the 70s guy. He was the 70s guy. And then as you went from the 70s to the 80s, you moved into David, David Copperfield. With the hair, David Copperfield. Yes, sure. That smile. Yeah. You know, I remember the David Copperfield making the Statue of Liberty disappear. Oh, that you was remember? like the best one. First of all, we're from the New York area. That was amazing. So we are just like glued to our television. It was there and then it wasn't there. And it's all on live television. Yep. And they had like an audience there, right? Remember they had an audience? Yeah, people are there watching. They had like spotlights that were like shining lights. They had helicopters going Helicopters. Yeah. Exactly. It was this huge thing. And And it worked. It worked. And they didn't didn't cut the TV feed at all. It's just like you're just like watching as if you're sitting there. Yep. And then Lady Liberty is there and she's not. And she comes back. And I'm not sure, but I think they even had like some sort of like radar device or something that they were like we're watching it on radar see this bleep and it was like a big green like circle thing and it was like <laughs> and then the boop, bleep goes away boop. you know and it's like and then it's gone <laughs> and you're like wow yeah, there David must've... is just standing there smiling in front of everyone and yeah. the nation was like oh my god yeah and he gave some kind of speech about uh, you know what Lady Liberty means to everybody and then and then he's like do you want me to bring it back and yeah. it was like yeah there it was. David Copperfield, Doug Henning, all those guys are, ah, that, was, that was so much Absolutely. fun to watch. Absolutely. Oh, you know, one special, a couple, one person I remember that was big back then too, and I don't want to call him a magician. I think he used to do kind of, but you know, I have to bring his name up. Oh. I think Gallagher. Yeah, he's a musician. Or a, well, he a was magician? a comedian, but he was like, he did like, I think kind of like, kind of Every now and then he would do something that was do like, like a, a little, little card trick thing or something. Or, yeah, a little card trick thing before it was like Gallagher smash. <laughs> <laughs> All I remember is just watermelon pieces I, everywhere. I just know he was like probably the first uh, entertainer that required like the first two rows to get ponchos. <laughs> <laughs> See, this just goes to show how little it takes to entertain us as Americans. Absolutely. Like, Let's just smash some fruit. Absolutely. In oh. front of a crowd and as a TV special. And it was, and it worked. <laughs> it was, it was great, you know? But, oh, um, man. so, I mean, those were the, you know, in a way I kind of look at those as the heyday of TV specials because yeah. I think what removed the magic as we think about moving towards today mm-hmm. and these TV specials, some of the magic that has been disappearing from the specials is the fact that you don't have to, again, be in a place and time together to watch this special. Right. I, then you had to. There was no recordings except for like the, the expensive systems that TV channels had, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you were either watching it on your live television. Or you weren't. Or you weren't. And you missed it. And it kind of brought us all together. Mm-hmm. There was a moment where we were all watching the television. You yeah. Know? I remember. It, it's like the moon landing special. You know, the world watched together. And I don't think it would be the same um, necessarily if we were all watching it just in reruns or whatever they wanted to watch, you know? Yeah. Which is the way specials are kind of done today. Yeah, today it is like, okay, we're releasing a special on one of these streaming outfits and you can watch it at your leisure. Yeah. Like the Bill Murray, the Bill Very Murray Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's a Christmas special, Yeah, you know, based on the whole Dickens story. But, Mm -hmm. and I'm not thinking Scrooge. I'm thinking the the, the the actual special. Yeah, yeah. And a very cool special. I watched it, but you can watch it whenever you want. Whenever you want. So Colbert had the same kind of thing, right? Yeah. And it wasn't like like the, the world stopped because you no. had to watch it on live TV. Nope. So I think the live TV thing 
when that went away, some of the specialness of the, the, quote, specials the special went yeah, away. Yeah. Exactly. Although I will point out, I have to give, I do need to toss a few extra credits to Netflix with when they did their um, Julian, you know, King Julian uh-huh. from the Penguins. King Julian from the Penguins. Oh. What are you even talking about? Madagascar. Madaga- uh, my- the Madagascar Penguins and King Julian? Yeah, my kids are all grown. Okay. I can't remember Madagascar. Are you kidding? Even just a week ago, I was at a meeting in my job, and they were taking a picture of all of us from a drone. Yeah. Like, they flew the drone up, and everybody's looking at it, and I just looked up at the drone, and I said, smile and wave, boys, <laughs> smile and wave, which is what the Penguins say. That, I, I remember that quote. And literally everyone, including the president of the company, recognized it. <laughs> really? <laughs> You work in tech, don't you? I, I am a geek. What did I say? <laughs> so, but anyway, the uh, they Netflix. I give them a lot of credit for this one mm-hmm. because they did for King Julian's New Year's Eve. Yeah, they made it like a twenty-minute countdown or something that you can play anytime you want. Oh, so you don't need the kids to stay up until so midnight. They could stay up for New Year's at eight eight p.m. Air or seven quotes, p.m. New Year's. Yeah, it was <laughs> New Year's, and it would be like three, two, one. Happy New Year's! Now go to bed, kids. <laughs> That's right. It does. It's still light outside. <laughs> well, that happens on New Year's. Yeah, it's because uh, you know it, it has to do with you know the the rotation of the earth. It's fine. Go to bed, kids. <laughs> go to bed. <laughs> That's so genius. It, it was actually really clever. So I give him lots of credit on that one. <laughs> you know. So I think that is sort of what we're talking about today and how we conclude these special presentations because it's lost a little bit of its specialness in the fact that the world doesn't have to stop together mm. and watch it and enjoy it together now that they're kind of just on these streaming devices. And it's such. not the way it used to be, Scott. No, and it's fine. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's fine. But I think there was something about being all together, forced all together to it was, watch it. It was better. It was there better was something back We when. all kind of talked about the next day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of miss that. Yeah, well. I guess that's a little bit of Games of Thrones type stuff now where everybody, when a new one comes out, everybody's talking about it the next oh, day. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But you have to make sure you, you stream it right then and then. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll hear what's going on. Spoilers. Anyway. Yeah. So, so Steve, you got anything else? Yeah. Actually, the, the one thing that I, I do remember was when the Thriller music video dropped. Remember Michael Jackson's oh, Thriller? A classic. Yep. Video and song. Yeah. It was, it was, it was 1983, early December debuts on MTV and the world lost its mind because here you have Michael Jackson, the biggest pop star in the world, dressed up like a zombie, doing the zombie dance. And uh, it, it turned out to be such a big hit at the video rental store right down the, right down the, you know, um, in town, they had VHS copies of the thriller video. And when we got our first VHS, the first tape that we rented as a family. It wasn't a movie. It wasn't like an old classic. It wasn't a new release. It was the Thriller video so that we could all go home and watch that 14-minute video over and over and over and over. You caught me actually Googling. I was just jumping it out to be like, I remember it being just like forever long. I mean, it was, and it was good. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like forever bad. It was like forever good. But yeah. but like 14-minute video. I mean, just 14-minute rock video the, the song is only like three four minutes long and now you got you got All vincent the, price vincent price right, he's talking which is 
just amazing on its own that they got Vincent Price, the the voice of horror. Yeah, and you've got all the makeup and the uh, and the, the yellow eyes in uh, in Michael Jackson. It was it was for the time amazing. Even even now, it's still an awesome awesome spectacle. That's so. right. Justin Timberlake doesn't do anything like that. Um, no, but it could be fun to watch him drive. <laughs> I think I think he should. So, Justin, if you're listening. <laughs> It would be great. Make a 14-minute video. <laughs> uh, uh, how about how about you? Oh, well, what do you got? I got something. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> okay, tell me. I want to talk about the worst TV special of all time. Uh, I think I know where you're going with this. Of all time. All time. All right. And it's something that you would first hear when you first hear it. You'd be like. Oh, there's no way this could be of all time the worst. How could this ever be the worst? It's the worst TV special of all time. And I'm not just saying it. It's like rated by experts as the worst TV special of all time. You're talking about the B. Arthur Christmas episode or uh, special. No. No. B. Arthur. He was fine. (laughs) So worse than the B. Arthur special. Okay. What is it? The Star Wars Christmas special. Uh, Okay. Yes, I forgot about that one. Oh, yeah. November 17th, 1978. Ah, That was when Star Wars was like the the biggest hype. Oh, yeah. 78. Oh, yeah. I had Star Wars sheets. I was going nuts. I had Star Wars pajamas. Are you kidding me? You eat and sleep Star Wars. Which isn't very different than my kid just two years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Funny enough. A lot of longevity. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. So so it should have been amazing. Yeah, you would think it would be the best of all time. And it is the, and I kid you not, the worst. In fact, that is why if you go back to the Weird Al video, uh-huh. do you remember his Weird Al, I think it was White and Nerdy, where he's he gets, he's trying to buy something illegally, like it looks like he's trying to buy something illegal, yeah. and he gets it in a brown paper bag, and yeah. they give it to him, and he opens it up, and it's the, the Christmas special. It is the Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> So props to you, Weird Al. All right, Weird Al. We already know that I'm a big Weird Al fan, and I think we've established that in the past. Oh, I think we'd have to <laughs> we'd have to fight each other for the title of the biggest fan. <laughs> so, anyway, in this storyline, basically, it ties to the, the special is tied together. First of all, it's not a cartoon, and uh, it's a live action special with with the real actors. With right? the real actors, yeah, Harrison Ford, all all the real actors are involved, and additional actors. Um, there's a little cartoon scene that's in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. It's long. It's like, I think it's a one hour special. Wow. All right. Anyway, the storyline is the fact that Chewbacca and Han Solo are supposed to f- visit Chewbacca's homeworld to celebrate Life Day. Oh, Kashyyyk. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad you said that word. <laughs> <laughs> and if there was Star Trek, I could answer the, I could say the names of every little planet. I can't do it in Star, Star Wars. Wars coming to me. Sorry. Um, so anyway, they're, they're pursued by the agents of the Galactic Empire, of course, mm-hmm. who are searching for members of the Rebel Alliance on the planet, right? In the end of this thing, right? Yeah. So so this whole concept of this live action is that Chewbacca is trying to get back to this uh, celebration of Life Day. All right. All right. And they, I think there's a tree of life involved in everything, too. So the whole spiel, right? Why not? But all these sub things go on. Now, the, the show literally has a scene in it where all the Wookiees are in a room yeah. talking to each other for like five minutes, just speaking Wookiee. Wookiee for five minutes. <laughs> just Wookiee for five minutes. All right. 
Dude, that might be a tad too long. So if you want to think about how bad this would be, just imagine five minutes of just nonstop. Exactly. (laughs) Just (laughs) woogie-dogging. And their, you know, how much expression they made in their costume. Were there subtitles at least? Oh, (laughs) wow. So anyway, so there's that. There's like a a virtual reality game, which was, let's just say, not very savory. It was like an unsavory video game that they kind of show a little bit of that you were like, what are they doing? But I will say there was probably one good thing that came out of the whole play, the whole thing, which was I think the cartoon, uh, I think it's the first time they actually showed Boba Fett. Ooh. So Boba Fett was was actually in there. So that was the big reveal. That was a big reveal in this cartoon kind of middle piece with Boba Fett. All right. But, so, so it has something that uh, redeemed it. Yes. Maybe? But, in, but in the end, yeah. at the very end, right? Yeah. Han Solo and, and Chewbacca make it to the show. Of right? course. Yeah. Princess Leia's there. She is. And she right. decides to sing to everyone. What? Some Princess sort of Leia song. is... Dude, it's a musical? This is Star no, Wars? And I don't know how planned it will was. Oh my <laughs> god, this sounds horrible. Yeah. They they say when the ratings when when um when they were watching the ratings of this, yeah. uh, that more than two thirds of the people watching it never made it past the first commercial break. <laughs> so it was like the biggest special of all time. Oh wait, no, it's not. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So in the end, uh, wow! All, all the Wookiees walk uh, into the Tree of Life and C-3PO and R2-D2 is there and Luke and Leia in hand. And, and Leia breaks out at the song. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I'm sorry and, I missed that. Yeah, and, and George Lucas <laughs> was interviewed about this stuff and he was yeah. like, look, I, I gave him some information, but then I had nothing to do oh, with yeah. this entire special which is the reason why I completely control everything I ever do since then. <laughs> because it's too dangerous. Because that was the first time I ever decided to not let be in like a total control freak, and I will never do that again. Wow. <laughs> Justifiably so. <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah. It's just a total money grab for right to get eyeballs against a bunch of advertisers. Oh, my God. It was terrible. And and uh, so if you want to learn more, you can find it on YouTube. It's not always the easiest thing to find. So, really? It's out can, there? Really? It, it is. There's, But I think it's one of those things that YouTube pulls down once in a while. But okay. then, you know, it's they, they put it up, put it down. It's hard to always keep out track of it. But if you search hard enough, you will find it. Either um, that or do the Weird Al thing and try to buy it. <laughs> yeah. In, in Although, some alley somewhere. So so anything else? Are you good? Uh, no, no, I'm good. Actually, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good because these are all great memories, right? Yeah. Uh, that, that was such a good time. It was. And again, you know, we missed... We would miss family outings. We would miss, you know, Boy Scout things or Cub Scout yeah. things or school things or yeah. they even change school events around some of these things. <laughs> well, it was an amazing time for us to all circle around the television. Mm-hmm. One of the few times your family would be like, go watch TV. <laughs> it was a bonding experience. It was. And uh, it was a special, you know, the specials were actually special to us as we grew up. Yeah, And so I used to know them. They're not the same anymore, but... I definitely have those memories. And the shows still exist, so at least my kids are enjoying the shows that we saw. Yeah. They just enjoy them on Hulu or Netflix. Whenever they feel like it. Yeah. For a thousand times. There you go. For Christmas. Yeah. 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 It's fun. Anyway, so I guess uh, that's how I used to know TV specials. We hope you like this podcast that I used to know. Hey, did you know we're on iTunes and TuneIn and iHeartRadio and Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you can get your podcast fit. 
If you did, how about going to your favorite pod player and give us a rating? Ratings help people find us. Also, if you've got a suggestion or a thought or something you'd like us to research for you and talk about something, hey, that you used to know, yeah, come visit us on Facebook at I Used to Know or on Twitter at I Used to Know Pod and tell us all about it. That'd we would love to hear from you. I'd also like to point out that we've been putting together different collections in Pinterest. Mm-hmm. We started doing that Those around our podcast. If you go visit us on our website at IUsedToKnow.com, you'll be able to see all the different pieces in Pinterest. Thanks always to the amazing Stevie Jump for our theme song, and thanks for listening. Threes and eights, everybody. Talk to you soon. (laughs) Bye, everybody.